Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Faces of America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today. September 13th, I guess. 2014. You know, it's really weird. I kind of say 2014 like I don't know, even a year I'm in. <laughs> I think to me for 13. Oh. Um, I think today someone, one of my Twitter people is inviting me. Katya has invited me to dinner when she comes back from tour. Of course. And it's what in the property tree. Of course. Of course I'm down. In any case, I am um so I I did fun last night, which is interesting. Not my son, my grandson last grandson last night, which is interesting. And I thought that I would have a miserable time like I did the first time because uh, he didn't know me, I didn't know him, and he cried and I cried, and it was a nightmare. But um, I had last night, and it was a lot better. You can't speak of the baby, but that's, uh, that's what I figured out. Um, in any case, I am I'm going to bring on Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy. Welcome. Hey, what's up? Yes, how are you? I'm okay, not too bad. I'm a little tired. Are you? So, Malcolm, yeah. before we get... Why are you tired? Tell me. No, I was just, I, you know, I tried to do an amusement park last night. I realized I'm just too old for amusement parks. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> good that I realize that, or good that I win. You know, it's a combination of both. Like, uh, I can't even imagine it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I am too. <laughs> I've Did you know? Them. I'll give you a secret. I'll give you a secret. Did you know that if you want a guy to fall in love with you, you take him to an amusement park. That wouldn't work with me. (laughs) (laughs) I swear for God, there's something about the excitement and the adrenaline that equates to new love. So, I don't know if guys know this is a secret. I guess because I'm so scared of amusement parks at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Certainly not for me. Uh, (laughs) I learned a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little known. I don't know if it's a secret or if it's a little known secret, but it's it's true. It's something about like 
the ambiance uh, going on the rise and how, like, um, exciting it could be, blah, blah, blah. And then when you get off, there's this bonding moment, and then whatever. Yeah, it works. Apparently, it works for other people. It works. Yeah, you're bonding because huh? you're terrified. That's why you're bonding. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the only reason you were fine. <laughs> you, you just know that you, you saw your life pass before your eyes, and you just realized that you're, you're thankful that you lived. <laughs> That's what it is. That's hilarious. Anyway. It's been a rough week, Tracy. You know, as you, you probably read the news, maybe you don't read the news or paid attention. Bad week. You had they well, spent the whole week you... on Ray Rice. You realize that, right? They spent the entire week on Ray Rice. <laughs> Wait, there was a whole big ISIS crisis that literally took a back seat to Ray Rice. And, you know, the sad part is now they're calling for the, 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 the commissioner to step down because he didn't do enough. And it was like, I, I think that's, you know, major overkill at this point because, you know, now mind you, I haven't agreed with everything the commissioner has done either. However, I'm not really in the, you know, in the mindset that the man should lose his job because he didn't respond perfectly to the situation. It's just, you know, I think it caught everybody off guard. Well, wait a second, Malcolm. <laughs> no, wait we a second. Too. I mean, Malcolm, <laughs> wait a second. He's okay. had some issues in his tenure, first of all. Let's just stop there. There's been some issues in his tenure. Oh, Second of all. Issues. Yeah, no, right? there's been a lot of things that happened. But, but this has gone on in the NFL for years, and I think I told you once before that just domestic violence in our society is such a great, you know, it, it, it's at such a high level. I mean, it happens. So many people it's happened to in our society. The numbers are crazy. When I looked it up, I was like, that many people? Wow. It's so, to look at the NFL to be different than the rest of society, I think it's a little, I mean, you're asking a lot. That's all I'm saying. You're asking a lot. Well, okay, let's be realistic as to, like, his, what, what he knew. What did he know, Malcolm? I had an argument with somebody about what he knew. I think the NFL knew everything. I think Ray Rice informed them of everything. I think the NFL also got hold of the tapes early, you know, because I had somebody mm-hmm. argue with me that they did. And I said, the, the NFL is a billion-dollar league. Are you telling me that GMZ can get the, the tapes before the NFL can get the tapes? That's ludicrous. I mean, the NFL has more money than GMZ could ever have, and, and the fact that you're saying GMZ could have got the tapes first, prior to the NFL getting their hands on I'm like, the NFL knew about what, what went on with Ray Rice. They knew. They, they may want to play down now because of, because of everything else, but they knew. They knew. But let's go back to this being Roger Goodall's responsibility. Let's go back to that. So that if we're okay. saying he knew, Malcolm, then why does it always turn into an old boys network? Let's protect the boys. Police do it, Malcolm. Men in general do it. Let's protect the boys. That's what it's turning into. And to be honest with you, there are men out there like James Brown, the commentator James Brown, that, like, took offense. Like, it has to get to the point where the men say, 
we can't have this anymore. We're looking bad at men now. And that's not to annihilate um, Ray Rice. He got slaughtered. But he should not be the only one to get slaughtered because I kind of believe Ray when he says, I told the commissioner everything. I told him and my wife. He told his team as well, and, and his actually his general manager held a press conference and said that very same thing. He said, Ray Rice, everything we saw on the tape was everything he told us. He didn't tell us. He didn't lie to us. He did not lie to okay. us. And I'm like, of course he didn't lie to us. He told you guys up front. You knew. He knew okay, so wait a second. So wait a second. If he didn't lie and he was up front and honest, then there was still a cover-up. So if there was a cover-up, it had to have come from Roger Goodall protecting the NFL, protecting himself, protecting Ray Rice, protecting the Old Boys Network. Like, something went wrong well, in how all of this got handled. When you say cover-up, cover-up and what What do you mean cover-up? I don't think there's a cover-up. I think everything's been laid out. Now, now if you make the argument no, that no, the, no, the punishment no, no, no. wasn't that great, that, and that's a part of the old boys network. The punishment wasn't that great. But the cover-up is after the fact when the second video came out and everybody went to Roger Goodall and they were like, hold on a second. How did TMZ get this? Because I'm at the point where I'm kind of getting sick of TMZ. I like oh. them. I'm kind of getting sick of them. Why are they coming out with these secrets, da-da-da-da, and no one else is getting this information first? And he goes, we, you know, Ravens, you know, the Baltimore, oh, we didn't know anything. Governor Goodell, we didn't know anything. Yeah, that's, you turn into a liar, you lose your job. You get, you get paid really, oh, well, really now, good money. Now, and if that's the argument you want to make, if he's, a, if he's a liar, he should lose his job, then he is a liar. I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you on that one. He lied because they had the, they had the information. He did lie. And, you know, yeah. I don't know if you know how much he made. He makes quite a bit of money as the commission. It's in the millions, I heard. Uh, but here's no, the thing, Malcolm. He makes more than most of the players. Oh, God. The last five years, he's made $105 million. Oh, God. But here's the thing. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to be a liar. That's a lot of and money. Here, and here's the problem that I have. If he saw the tape and saw how graphic it was, Right from the beginning, there should have been a strong arm against Ray Wright. Then, Malcolm, maybe Ray Wright wouldn't have lost their, his job. Maybe the NFL could have stepped up a little bit and could have said something like, for public relations, we've got issues in the NFL. This is what Ray Wright did. This is the full video. We're going to handle Ray Wright. We're going to, you know, empty out 10 games. They could have done anything, anything to salvage the NFL, salvage his job, salvage Ray Wright's job. I can't argue with any of that. You're 100 percent correct. They had to take. I just disagree that Ray decision. Rice took the fall. Like everything, like everything, he's owning it. Oh no, they, and they, I'm they not, put it all on him. And, and not to not excuse Ray for what he did, but he punched I mean, the woman the in the face. The NFL, he was supposed to get penalized, in, up to and yeah. including losing his job. I just think there's a way that everybody maybe could have handled it. Just maybe, because what's happening oh, now no, is the ability for dialogue. Now we can talk about abuse again. Wait, well, not, not to cut you off, like but do you remember? Thank what? you, Malcolm. Do you remember when Robin Gibbons went through the same thing and how much he was vilified, vilified for ratting on Mike Tyson for telling the public that she was getting abused? 
I think it's, I think Robin Gibbons' problem was the way she did it, not what she said. Listen, she's in protective mode. What was she supposed to do? She's in the public eye. She needed to stop this monster. The best way to do it was to tell the public. She did it the way, she did it with the tools that she had available. And she had a camera available, Malcolm. And yeah, I'm saying that in hindsight, back in the day, everyone thought she was horrible for what she did. And here's the thing, Malcolm. Women get abused every day. Some of the big mouth women, the big mouth ones, they're the same ones that either is taking abuse from their men or is being abused or is being, you know, um, degraded, like not being treated well. Those are the ones with the big mouth, those are the ones that bother me. Because not one time did I put Janae, not me, I didn't put Janae down, and I was kind of careful as to what I said about um, Ray Rice. Some things he did, they kind of bothered me. I watched the press conference originally, um, recently, the original press conference, and I thought it was interesting right. that at the press conference, he never apologized to his wife. He apologized uh, everybody yeah, else but I mean, his wife. And his actions toward his wife from the, from the minute he struck her have been a little questionable. I mean, when he dragged her out of the oh. thing, he sort of like flopped her on the ground and sort of like kicked her when he was on his way out of the That's your wife. I mean, see, I watched the whole thing several times over. I even watched it in slow motion because I'm like, I know I'm not seeing exactly what I'm seeing, but, but you know, because I wanted to make sure everybody's culpability here because, you know, of yes. course, you know, because there were things she did as well, so nobody's a complete innocent here. However, oh, wait a okay, second. I have a question about that. Huh? Okay, no, what's the question? No, I was just saying, because even after, but, but after he struck her and she was out, and, you know, you're thinking, this is a woman he's been with for many years. They got kids together. And the way he just plopped her down off of <laughs> that that was pretty, you know, and then he kind of like, you know, he nudged her with his foot. He went to go get her shoes. and He, tra- he didn't even drag her all the way out of the elevator. He kind of left her because her legs were getting, he was like, it was like kind of like some, it was like kind of watching the Sopranos, you know, <laughs> like, it looked like I was watching a boxing match where somebody should have been there, the referee should have been there to push him off to the corner because you get so excited and so adrenaline that you want to keep going down, keep punching a person even while they're down. And he, he felt like that to me. It felt very animalistic, actually. Like a well, I, I kind of thought it was over before it started because as soon as he punched her, she kind of crumpled, and that was it. That, that, it wasn't a fight. It was and, and she was but out. But here's the thing. He, he swung at her first, missed her, and from what I saw with the punch, it wasn't even a heavy-handed punch. No, it wasn't it that was, hard, but I mean, but she, she, cause she was coming he's forward. He's a strong man. I don't know man. if you watch a lot of boxing matches, but a lot of boxing matches in that same way with a fighter coming forward, and he gets caught right, you know, the, the right way. And it doesn't take much to put a person on their back. And, and that's kind of how she came because when it, I don't know if you watched the whole video. Like I said, I watched it slow motion. When he's standing outside the elevator, she walks up and she sort of backhands him in the head. And, you know, of course, there's no sound with But you can see, okay, she hits him in the face. And so as she gets on the elevator, apparently they were having words. I guess they weren't happy with each other. And he gets on and then he walks up on her. She slaps him again in the face. So that's two. Now, again. I'm not trying to civilify her. Well, at all. They, you know, 
Unless I'm mistaken, I saw the part from the, from the point they got in the elevator. I was told that there was a part before they got in the elevator. I hadn't been able to look at that. But right. I, it's the whole I saw thing the part there. inside the elevator. I didn't see where she flapped in. First walked into the elevator. I mean, it's kind of, you know, that's why I said I had to watch it in slow motion. So her hand comes up, and, and maybe it just brushed his face. I don't know, because, you know, you can't tell from the angle that it's at, but it came Malcolm, up. And it Malcolm, like it, what part is that, though? What part is that? Don't get me wrong. But what I'm, part I'm, is I'm, that? I'm not that saying he's even the first one no, wasn't that hard. We're not defending I'm, I'm not either one of them. We're just discussing something. So it's not about defending I'm just, I'm just I'm not defending anybody's actions here. But here's so to me, thing. everybody what? was wrong. Everybody well, was wrong here. There's no what right. What part of that, hold on, what part of that, that even if she did slap in the back of the hand, I'm not denying any of that, that he was supposed right. to look at her and let her get in that elevator and he was supposed to wait for the next elevator? No, he was already on the elevator when she did it the second me, time, but then again. I'm talking about the first time it happened, the first time, not the second time. Okay, so, when, when the first saying, time. Oh, so you're saying, so you're saying when he's standing out in front of the elevator, she walks up in his mm-hmm. face and because she's still talking to him, you can see the blah 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 going on, and so she goes mm-hmm. on the elevator, and I guess I mean that's this girl, so I guess he got on the elevator. I don't know. I mean, because what you don't get is the 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 sound. You don't get the argument. Apparently, there's some spitting going on as well, which. Uh, it's one of the more vile I, things anybody can do to another human being. Don't spit on people. Um, I don't know. And, and is, is this, is, is, can you see this, that part? Because I have a hard time believing that. No, no, that was described because you don't hear the sound and you don't, you don't know, you don't know what they're saying. You don't, you don't know about the spitting. All you see is the, the hand. Malcolm. I mean, because of the video. Malcolm. That's what you see. Malcolm. Spitting yeah. is an action with an outstretched neck that you kind of can't miss. With down and no sitting is one of I'm those things in terms of an elongated neck and you're, you're sitting at someone, there's a specific, like, way that your body is structured when you spit on someone. I'm just telling you, the people who heard I think the sound that was added. Was, I think that was added for his benefit. Sorry. The people who, the people who heard, the, heard the, 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 the sound portion said they were spitting involved. Hitting, they were spitting and a lot of cursing. I didn't get that version, so I can't even tell. I'm just saying what they what they said, what the word mm-hmm. is. So whatever happened between them, you know, again, very unfortunate for both people because, you know, you see what they oh. say after the fact. They, they both are apparently, you know, being in love mode. And, and I get it. They got married the day after the court, uh, his court arraignment. They're trying to make it work. They've been together a long time. I wish them well. Because, I mean, you know, it's hard to be in a relationship anyway, and they've been together a long time, got kids. And, you know, the sad part about this whole thing, Tracy, to me, and I, I was discussing this with a friend of mine, is that you're looking at three minutes of their life because that's the extent of that tape was three minutes. And you've got the whole world making value judgments on their relationship. And, unfortunately, we as the world, we're not there for the rest of it. So it's hard, you know, it's easy for us to sit here and criticize or talk about what they did and did right and did wrong, but at the end of the day, it's three minutes out of our lives, and if you looked at all of our lives in these little three-minute segments, you could probably catch a lot of us with some, some compromising positions, and saying to everybody's just like, back off just a little bit, that's all. But here's the, okay, I hear that part of it. Here's the thing, Malcolm, you're a celebrity. 
I got that. He, I got he that. is a role. He is a role model. This was Malcolm a public fight. This wasn't I, a fight I, in I your got home. all of that. Oh no, no, no. That's so true. you can't get mad at the rest of the world because my idol punched a girl. I have a daughter. I'm looking at this a little crazy now, and it was in a public elevator. Like. You can't get mad at the rest of the world because they put that on display. They did. No different, well, no, Malcolm, and, than and, when somebody... And you're right. Wait, wait, hold on a second, you're... Malcolm. No different than when somebody put the sex tape out. You mm-hmm. put that out there. It's public. You made it public. Whether somebody stole it from your phone or not, you made it available. So we actually... Sorry, Malcolm, but we have a right to say something. We just do. We have a right to say something. And we have a right to an opinion... And we have a right to, like, maybe create dialogue because with all this being said and maybe to downplay it to, like, it just being three minutes of their lives, Malcolm, the bottom line is this is a big deal because men don't keep them their hands to themselves. They just don't, Malcolm. Like, come on. They don't. Well, and, and, and I... And, and now domestic abuse is big, Malcolm. It's a big issue. I, 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 yeah, I agree. But you also understand that sometimes women are putting their hands on the men as well. So it's not, a, it's not just no one doubt. street. And that's, what, that's, why the, that's why their situation is a dialogue. And I promise you, no doubt, my son was in a situation with another girl a few years back, and she got up in the face, and she was like, hit me, hit me. And when he finally told me about it years later, I was like, well, how did you handle that? And he's like, Mom, I had to disarm her, but I couldn't hit her because she wanted me to. So no doubt, Malcolm, like, I'm not saying that there are situations where women um, create a problem for a man so that he can wind up in jail. No doubt. This was not that situation. The bottom line is what we're looking at is domestic violence that needs to be a dialogue now. And if there are women out there doing, like, just the opposite, we need to discuss that too. We need to hear from the men that are victims but men won't come forward, so it is what it no, is. No, because I, I know of a guy that his, his separate, you know, because he separated from his wife, and his mm-hmm. wife, like, lit into him like she was a guy, and, yeah, and and I give him credit because he didn't respond in kind. He did not respond in kind, and, you know, I, I give him a lot of credit because I, I would have been hard-pressed not to because after you hit me a bunch of times, Something's going to kick in, and, and I just can't let you just... But Malcolm, wouldn't you up. just leave? Seriously. Well, you wouldn't just leave your relationship. Well, he has left the relationship. That's the problem. <laughs> He's already gone. She caught up with him outside his job, and she got him in a headlock. <laughs> now, I know it, I'm, well, I'm I don't know if that's, really that, 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 that might be just plain assault, then. That might turn into something different. Oh, it was plain assault. Are you kidding? She started beating on his car, but and when he walked up like, trying to stop her from beating on his car, she started beating on him. But, you know, that, that's, that's a whole other thing. But it happens. Mm-hmm. It does happen. But Malcolm, psychically, when I, when I go from a psychic perspective, um, there's, I can tell Malcolm, and I'm not in their bedroom, I'm not near home, I'm just saying psychically, um, he's kind of the, um, the aggressor in a relationship, and you can take a shit from him. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, who's to say? I don't know. I mean, I've 
I couldn't tell you at all. He's a football I'm player saying, and they tend to be a little aggressive anyway. Yes, and I'm just saying, like, from a psychic perspective, because that's what I do for a living, um, he is the aggressor, always has been the aggressor. I always I feel like he kind of tells them what to do. You know, I feel like they've had numerous fights, like, privately, of course. Um, I feel like that there are times when she has to show him that she's not scared of him, so she does fight first. I get that. I got that. But um, but this that we saw, the three minutes, as you put it, this has been going on for a long time, Malcolm. I wouldn't even argue that. I mean, I, I wouldn't even argue that because one of the things I say when I say it's the three minutes, we don't know what their life is like. All we saw was that three minutes. We we don't know what the rest are. Now, they have friends and family that might be a little bit more clued in. You know, her family, his family, his friends, mm-hmm. her friends, they might be way more clued in to what's really going on. But nobody's going to talk right public. now. Huh? Nobody's going to talk. They're, they're, oh, no, no, no. Like that, they were going to have her. Mm-hmm. Okay, I never heard. In any case, uh, but 
The that NFL was, was going to use it this Sunday, and they can't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, I, I, okay. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Use it for what? What were they going to use it for? I, I some, some opening, something like that. One of the opening games, I guess. Or maybe it's for uh, a commercial okay. for the for the opening of um, Sunday season football, something like that. They were going to use her song, and she has now been affected because she was affected by <laughs> domestic violence. But let me tell well, you now, what, I, Lavender. Hmm? Okay, no, I was no, I, I actually was going to, to say that there was another NFL player that had an issue come up just in the past. Oh, before we, days, we uh, get on him, is that the one with the little boy? Yeah, that's the one with the little boy. Yeah. Okay, before we get on him, I guess in the first part of the conversation, Lavender said. Malcolm, you can't expect things to change with that attitude. So I, I'm not sure well, what you said in the beginning. Guy who hits women. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't have an attitude when it comes to this stuff. I'm just saying that if, if you're saying my attitude of looking at them and, and not trying to judge them too harshly, you know, I, I apologize for it, but I try to keep that across the board for everybody. I try not to judge too many people too harshly because, that seems to be the world we're living in right now. Everybody wants to look at everybody else's Kool-Aid and say, you know, tell you what it tastes like. I try not to do that just because if you're not standing in their shoes, I mean, things might look a certain way, and they might even be that way. But, you know, when you're not standing in that other person's shoes, it's hard for you to, to, to really, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I guess, Maybe I'm not explaining it well, or maybe it's not coming across well, but that's really all I'm saying. we got to be careful how we judge others. And I think, like, this is the whole purpose of the dialogue, Malcolm, because I believe that um, many men have a hard time um, truly truly understanding what, what we as girls go through. A hard time, Malcolm. And so... I think maybe with the first part of the dialogue, that we as girls need things to change. We as girls. Like, Malcolm, it's hard to even go on a date without being groped or fondled or, and, and with no permission. No permission at all. It's just all of a sudden, someone's just all over you. And you're in their car. You're in their car. And it's like, hello. Like, well, like I said, and, that's and unfortunately that's crazy because I'm thinking, who's fondling somebody without their permission? I'm, you know, but, but Malcolm, that's what I, I'm aware it goes on. So I, I'm, I'm not a exactly. The fact that it goes on, it goes on. You have a lot of bad people out here. Yeah. Just, you know, and I don't even know and what my, what the solution my, to that is. My point is. to you is is that one small step up you know, bad behavior turns into bigger and bigger stuff. And so we wind up in a position a lot. I mean, a lot. So I just can't imagine. Just I can't imagine that the three minutes that we saw on tape was their only three minutes. Oh, I, I, can't, I imagine can't imagine that, that either. I, you know, if I'm going to use my brain and extrapolate what what happens in their life, and I can say, well, if they did that in that three minutes, what, what are the odds, what are the possibilities that other stuff has occurred 
I can't say that 100% to... because I just don't know. And, and, you know, I would hope that if they're having these problems and they decide to get married, that they actually look into some type of counseling to help both of them out and get their, their minds in the right place. Because if you're going to try to be married and live together, because my idea of marriage is like to death do you part. I know, you know, a lot of people think their marriage is just until you get mad with each other and you divorce. But if you're really trying to be married, what you should try to do is try to figure out how to work it out for both of you. And it, whether it's no, a spiritual counselor or a psychiatrist. However, let's be realistic. They got married. They moved up the date for his they career. Did. Let's be realistic. For his career. Come on. They did. They that's did. not that's I, I, out in a healthy that. marriage. She gets punched in the face. They have the press conference. They move up the date for his career. I, I, this I, I is don't a disaster waiting to happen. Well, mm-hmm. at that point, if you're saying that, then it's still going to happen. So hopefully, again, hopefully they're in counseling. Hopefully they're getting some kind of help to help them figure out where, you know, what they're trying to do. I mean, it was my knows? impression at the I, press I don't know, conference. Baby. I really don't know. But it was my impression at the at the press conference that they definitely did get counseling, and it was my impression from what I got at the press conference, the counseling was over. Yeah, that it was a limited number of counseling dates that he had to adhere to. Because well, oh, it I, really I, did as help. As, as far he didn't as say as it's as helping real- right now. He's like, it did help. As, as far as the, the, the criminal thing that he had, because he had to go through, like, this anger management thing for the, for the court oh, system. Oh, no, I'm not talking That's about that. I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the immediate counseling that he got to figure out, like, how to disappear in the first place. Their relationship. Their relationship. The relationship. Right. It just sounded yeah. to me to like he was like, oh, yeah, it did help. It did, or, or it is helping, or you're still going, like, you didn't get anything out of him more than what was required to get to the next level so that he can be ready for August, September. Well, here's the other part of that scenario, Tracy, that, that actually that I love sports, but you have to understand in, in this country, these these kids are coddled from the, you know, if you show any type of inclination of being really good in sports, treat mm-hmm. it like the average person coming up. So these people get coddled. And so, their abilities to, you know, deal in normal day-to-day things aren't the same as you and me because, you know, regular people, we learn we have to deal and, and go through different steps and, and learn. But some of these athletes and, and you know, well, I'll just say athletes because I can't say singers and actors. I don't know if they get the same love. But these athletes, when they're going to school, and we've all seen them, even when you were in high school, junior high school, there was one kid, two kids at the school, that were really, really mm-hmm. coddled. And, and as far as, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have to answer to the, the, the normal things that the rest of them had to answer to. They didn't have to go to class. They didn't have to do a lot of things. Now, not 100% across the board, but it happens. I saw it personally. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. you, you sort of stuck the growth of that person. And, you know, what you're describing with Ray Rice is a stunning guy. And he's a short guy anyway, but he's stunning as far as the, the emotional growth. I mean, because if you're saying that he was saying um, uh, we did it and it's over, well, no, this is, it would have to be an ongoing process because what y'all went through was a lot, and, and that's not going to be fixed in a day or a week. I, I it's would, gonna take I would think so. I mean, I wasn't talking about what's mandated through the court. 
you can yeah, tell no, that, that, that there was some different. immediate counseling mm-hmm. immediately after the incident and the way he described it, because I listen nothing, because that's my job, like, that's what I do for a living, and my job is to listen. And so when he said, he said something like, you know, like we did, we, we had gone to counseling, and, and he said, I, and I, I learned a lot, like, like he was shocked, like, and I learned a lot. You know, it just sounded like he got enough to begin the process even before the pretrial, even before, and that he's showing that he's making strides and efforts to be a better man even before the court gave their um, their decision. That's what it sounded like to me, like there's a whole big legal thing. Well, this is what you need to do. You need to do this. You need to spend five weeks here. That way the judge can see blah, 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 blah. My point to you is, all of this has everything to do with protecting him. And still in yet, oh, the name was on right. the I outside. Mean, mm-hmm. I, no, I, I would agree, I mean, because they're trying to protect the investment that is Ray Wright. Exactly. Fortunately. So, you know, huh? Oh, you said Well, I said name because the other thing I noticed at the press conference is that he never once said he loved his wife. Never once. Or apologized to her. I know. I, I, I'm with you. Because you, know, you would think that that would be high the on the list of things that he was saying. <laughs> the first word out of his mouth. The other thing that bothered me, Malcolm, was the way they were sitting. They were so far apart, I wasn't sure if they were husband and wife. Sort of like a, you know what it looked like. <laughs> what did it look like? It looked like a boxing match. It, I was going to say that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like, you know, when you did <laughs> one of the pre-fight things where yes. where you had a promoter up there and you had a fighter. It yes. kind of had that, that same look and feel. Um, yes, yes. They were not cohesive. He was not hugging on her. He was not holding her hand. He was not even shoulder well, to shoulder with her. It's like, she's the I victim. Did, You're I, the aggressor. Show something did, different to the public. Hmm? I did see a picture taken that day, the day of the press conference, in the press conference room. There's a picture of her with her dad and Ray Rice together, and they were doing, like, this group hug. Um, mm. So maybe that's where, they, you know, they loved it out privately, you know, love it out, love it out, you know. Mm. Uh, mm. Maybe, maybe that's what they did. I don't know. I'm not trying to. <laughs> don't even get me started on her dad. Don't get me started on her dad. <laughs> Don't get me started. My dad would not have stood by me. Okay, my dad would uh, not have stood by me. Not my dad. My dad would have been like, you've got two options. And if you go through this, I'm not standing by you. That would have been my dad. I'm just saying. That would have been my no, dad. I, 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 I like it. okay to that. Cause, you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I, I, it gets a little deep here. It's like, you know, I, you know, you, we all have our own families, and, and you mm-hmm. know how we function within our families. And I'm, I've been completely blessed, Tracy, because this whole domestic violence thing never reared its head in my family, which I'm very thankful for, completely. Yeah. Because it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know you see so many couples going through it on a day to day basis, and it's never pretty. And mm-hmm. you know families are torn apart by this stuff, and, and it's just sad because it doesn't have to yeah. be that way. But let me just be fair to Janae Rice as well, everyone. Let me be fair to Janae Rice because, one, I can't imagine feeling 
I'm going to put it this way, feeling responsible, because I'm sure that's what's going on with her, that my husband lost his job, his income, and my I, income, and, our livelihood. I would be mortified. I would be mortified. That's kind of where she's at. That's what she said. I know. I know. Because guess what's going to happen, Malcolm? She has to deal with his anger that she's always dealt with. She has to deal with his cold heart. She has to deal with being in the same house with her and he not talking to her. Like these are all the different types of abuses. But don't get me wrong, he may never hit her again. She's still going to suffer abuse, Malcolm. And now there's no yeah. abuse coming in. Well, I, I, I don't know because I have to see that. That's a little deeper than I'm willing to even, you know. I, I don't know because I don't know him. I mean, it's, but Malcolm, what you're saying is I love, I love the position that you take of saying, I don't know, when I'm telling you, Malcolm, this is the stuff that goes on. At this stage of the game, he's uh-huh. never going to hit her again, ever. He knows better. Unless it's suicide. Well, he might not. hit her again, but then it's suicide. Malcolm, there's other types of abuse. So just imagine well, the other kind of abuse where you're living in the same house. Just, you know, my son just told me a story. I'm going to put his business out there real quick. But this is a, in terms of, like, how people think it's okay. To... <laughs> oh, my God. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it. Or resigning. 
Well, and see, I don't know about, you know, because, I mean, again, we talked about that. You know, uh, to me, the commissioner clearly misstated the fact, which is another way of saying he lied. So um, mm-hmm. if, if that's a fireable offense, then I guess he gets fired uh, or he has to resign, if that's a fireable offense. I don't mm-hmm. know if it is. Uh, and you'd actually have to prove that he has the, the prior knowledge, although my thinking is, again, the NFL's a billion-dollar business. They knew. They knew everything mm-hmm. up front. Uh, and, but that's just me saying that because I don't have any proof that he knew. I just feel that they would have to know because if, if I'm running a billion-dollar business, you best believe I would have found out find out everything because we got a billion dollars invested in this and we can't afford anything to cause us to, to mess up. So, and Malcolm, you know, I'm, I'm just so curious as to why nobody thinks about their job. Ray didn't think about his job. Um, oh, oh, Melvin had another point, though. Hold on a second. Let me just read what she said. So then she said, this is earlier, while we were talking, she was texting and I didn't have the opportunity to say anything. It's not right now. She goes, it's all about money, Tracy. Ray, not it is. her. She is completely mm-hmm. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Ray. all about the money. Follow the dollars. And and it's all about the money with Ray, with the commissioner. It's ridiculous, right? With everybody. Okay. With everybody. Ray knocked her knowing Ray knocked her knocked her knowing they would cover for him. And Goodell lied because he knew too. But then she also says she didn't hit him. He had enough self-control to wait, which is a good point. God, that's a really good point, Lavender. He had enough self-control to wait until the elevator closed to hit her. What difference does it make? Doesn't he, know doesn't he know that there's cameras? That, I mean, this is my situation. Well, maybe he there's cameras know. everywhere, maybe. inside the elevator, outside the <laughs> elevator, on the bus. Uh, walking down the street, there's I everywhere. So whatever you think I you're going to get away with, stop it. I Don't agree. Even but, there's cameras everywhere. But I think that's a really good point that everybody forgot that he did wait until the elevator doors closed, regardless of knowing there were cameras there or not. Clearly, he didn't know. But he knew to wait until the elevator doors closed. That's a really good point because I didn't even think of that. Thank yeah, you, I, yeah, okay. So my point is, enough self-control. Uh huh. Well, it kind of happened. I don't know if he had self-control. They walked in the other door slowly, hit her. So I don't know if he, no, he, he, he was even if that part of the brain was working. Well, yeah, it was because he had enough self-control to wait until the elevator door closed. Well, I you know I can't even call that one. You know, well, we, look at the thing. I mean, I'll look at the thing right, again. Uh, I'm what? just saying. It's, that's yeah, that's more it. calculated than you realize. I'll watch it again, too. Um, Potentially, I mean, it, it, but it happens kind of fast. You know, that's why I watched it so many yeah, times. It's on, tape. I, it's on tape, so. Oh, I know. I, I got the tape so many times. So, oh, I got the tape. So, but I think that's a good point. Like, did he wait until the elevator door closed? Because if he did now, so look at the tape again, I think Lavender has a great point. That means it's a little bit more calculated, a little bit more canned. You didn't want to get to me. So you wait till the door closed, and then you went on, you know, the attack. Yeah, but, that's, that's that's problem. Problem. See, but if, if he's that calculated, why not wait mm-hmm. to get to the room to where he can knock her out and nobody would ever have to find out, as opposed to <laughs> being in an elevator, which 
it's hard to describe when the elevator doors open back up. It's like, oh, here she is. She's knocked out. Because that's the elevator is going to reach a floor at some point, unless you turn it off and wait till, wait till she wakes up. That's not the do. point. What happened after the fact is not the point. We know what happened after the fact. The point is, if he waited, to not have to look at the tape, I haven't brought up a really good point. Listen to this, Malcolm. If he waited till the elevator doors closed, that becomes a calculated move. Yeah, okay. This I wasn't just a spontaneous point. fight. Right. That's all I'm saying. I, I, that that, that argument, one thing says a lot. Yeah, but okay, but with with that argument, if he was calculated mm-hmm. to the point where like I'm the doors are going to open at some point. Even if you wait till they close, the doors are going to open. You're going to have to explain the knocked out woman on the floor. I mean, you know what no, I'm saying? Listen, it's to, you're, but Malcolm, you're now the, the camera. You're the camera in the elevator. When you're in a heated moment, once the doors closed, he went in. And I can, I think he lost it. Don't get me wrong. He didn't calculate oh, he everything. <laughs> but he, he calculated enough to know to have the elevator doors closed before he went in on her. That's all I'm saying. Look at that point. Everything after that, he might have lost it. I'm not saying that. He didn't calculate the case. Potentially that, that could be correct. Potentially that could not be correct. I don't know. We'll look at the tape again. Well, see, I, don't, I don't live in an absolute world, Tracy. It's, you know, my absolute world is dealing with numbers. And when I'm dealing with numbers, that's absolute to me. I, I can predict that stuff. But when I'm dealing okay. with and emotions, it's hard for me to predict that outside of myself. So I know you're saying, well, he definitely did that. I'm like, potentially, you're right. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not but that's saying what definitely. I live with. I'm, but in terms of not being absolute and looking at people's actions, Malcolm, that's, that then becomes my job. My job is, wait, what happened there? What did you say? How did you say it? Like, that's what I have to look at to figure out, like, what I do for a living. That's what I do for a living. So I think it's a really good point to say, did he wait until the elevator doors closed before he did anything? It would be, you know, it would be different if it was more spontaneous and they were doing a lot of things. Prior to, it doesn't really matter. I'm exhausted. Listen, the last thing I want to say is, I'm exhausted. So I was thinking the same been, thing. So. No, I'm exhausted. Oh, here's the last thing I want to bring up, and Lavender brought this up too. Same thing Solange did to JD, and he never touched her. And here's the difference with something like that. Who, JD, who are we JD, talking about? JD and Solange. Oh, J- oh, yeah, they have two security dudes in there. <laughs> Malcolm. I mean, he could have touched her, but I mean, I, I'm sure he was sitting there thinking, you grab his hands because she's, she's out of control. My wife's sister is losing her mind. Could you grab her, please? Please, please grab her. I mean, I'm sure that's what Jay-Z was thinking. He like, not, I mean, because if they were in the elevator alone, it might have been a different story. But, of course, they weren't in the elevator alone because they had two security guards in there with them. So that helped. Mm. <laughs> that certainly helped the situation. It helped bring mm. it down a whole bunch of notches. Because if there's people standing between you, you know, mm. it's easy to, to keep okay. your cool with, with somebody who's not, like, literally punching on you, although she was trying. Because she, she definitely 
made her attempts to get at him, but they were holding her the whole time. So all he had to do was just step back far enough, and it could minimize the damage. It helped. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Having, like if Ray Rice and his wife have security guards with him, maybe this stuff doesn't go down because somebody could have stepped between them. Mm. All you need is that momentary step, you know? Okay, I just think that, you know, let's just be realistic. I, Jay-Z is from Brooklyn. Yes, he is. You can almost, you, a, but you can almost trust he's been in a fight. He's, he's, he's a hood dude. He's a hustler. You can almost guarantee yes. he's been in a fight. He's from Brooklyn. Oh, well, so, I have no doubt he's been in a fight. <laughs> so Many I, in his life. Know, exactly. And so with that being said, and I agree with Lavender. She's like, Jay would have been well within his right to defend himself, but he didn't because he was thinking about his career. And, and, and I'm, I'm well, agree because I'm back to people's branding. And listen to this, Malcolm, because this is going to make a big difference in, like, how anyone moves forward. You are your own brand. You are your own brand. Now, you could ruin it and say some dumb shit out there and never be qualified. Or you can hit women like Ray Wright to his wife. Or if everybody laughed at Jay Z, now in hindsight, we all have to be really proud of Jay Z because oh, well, he remembered. He remembered he had a career. Malcolm, Jay Z remembered he had a career. That's the difference between an idiot like Ray Wright and Jay Z. Well, because any, if, if it's true, person should remember. And it doesn't even matter if you don't have a career like, like Jay-Z. Any grown person should realize at a certain point, look, let me think about this before I act. Because if I, if I do something stupid, even if it doesn't ruin my career, I could go to jail. There's a lot of things that could affect me negatively if I, if I take the wrong path. And I, I'm not before saying everybody does that, but, but some of us do. Some of us think about elevated. what the heck we're doing. If something had occurred before they got on the elevator, he should have sent her on the elevator by herself. This would not have been an issue. Immature, he's explosive. He's done it to her before, Malcolm, period. This is not three minutes of their lives. This has been a pattern. And he did what was comfortable in their relationship. That's possible. I don't argue that point. I mean, that that's completely possible. You could be 100% correct. Okay, getting off of that, I'm so sorry. That took, like, everything out of me. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, like, okay. Yeah, because I was going to talk about Adrian Peterson, too, but. <laughs> yeah, well, go ahead, because I'm not, I'm so confused as to, like, what went down, the one that abused well, his child. Yeah, you know what? You know, I don't know if you you've heard the, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've heard the term switch. So he took a switch. You know, and that's what was brought up in East Texas. So he took a switch and he decided to discipline his son. Now, I would talk to Adrian and say, you know what, man? In this day and age, it's probably not the best form of discipline. Plus, How he's not he? with the the child or Adrian. Adrian, how old is he? He's probably somewhere about twenty eight, twenty nine. Because he said something about that's the way he was disciplined. And I'm... I'm sure it was. Well, <laughs> well Malcolm... I know people like, from that part of the country. That's the way I was disciplined, Tracy. 
I've brought up the same way. You're 50-something. Our parents did do things a different way. He's 28-something, which means his parents are my age, Malcolm. So things had already changed by then. No, they haven't. No? (laughs) Well, okay, okay, he said he's proud of me. He's testing. Texas, right? Mm-hmm. I know some people mm-hmm. from that area of the country, mm-hmm. and to this day, they they act a little, you know, very questionable. So, you think things have changed? Mm-hmm. Not that much. Not well, Lavender just, um, just, she says, nah, she goes, I'm 26, and I got hit with a switch. I grew up in the South. <laughs> well, and, and the sad part is, Unfortunately. he's not... That part is he's not with the babies to the child's mother, so he started texting her all this stuff, and I think that's where it got out of control because he even said that he actually had injured the boy's testicles. It was like, okay, oh. Gee, oh. When, when, when you've gone that far, <laughs> you should probably back up a couple steps. Just back up, bro, back up. Oh, no, was he naked? Oh, my God. I don't know if he was naked. All I know is he mentioned his testicles. I mean, because it I was just reading it before I called you. I mean, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it, he he got him a couple of places, and apparently it wrapped around his thigh, and you know it. it he injured, the mm-hmm. and I don't know what a four year old could do to get that kind of whooping because you know I didn't get those kind of whoopings at four. I got him a little older, but I did get him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. at four, I don't know what the four year old was doing to to require that kind of punishment. But, well, according to Lavender, it, was, it wasn't it was a switch. He took a tree branch, stuffed the leaves in his... Wait, stuffed... Wait, Lavender stuffed the leaves a, in the child's mouth and beat him with the branch? Wait. Well, the branch was a switch. That, that, that's, what, that's what a switch was called when I was young, the tree branch. Oh. But then she says he so, stuffed leaves in his mouth. And but did I, you that, also I hear... I, I didn't hear that part. The stuff leaves mm-hmm. in his mouth. That's a little crazy. So I, so for the purpose of that is Yeah, it's abuse. That's abuse again. But did you also hear that his younger son died at the hands yes. of yeah. another man? Yeah. Yeah, I was aware of that. But this is, you know, this is where I kind of call Adrian Peterson because. He apparently got a whole bunch of kids out of wedlock, so he's, he's like one of those little baby makers. And oh. now he's a really good running back. But, you okay. know, he, he, as a, you know, because I'm not a big believer in making a whole lot of kids out of wedlock. I think it's not the best way to go. But uh, and yeah. apparently he doesn't feel that way. He's out there, you know. And, and, you know, NFL athlete, I'm sure every time he rolls into, there's some woman out there that, you know, may be interested. Uh, I would actually suggest that he invest in a box of condoms because it might help so he doesn't have these issues coming up in the, in the future because right. making all these babies out of wedlock because he's got multiple kids and, and that's another area where I would say, you know, man, you probably need to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Just a suggestion. Just mm-hmm. a suggestion. That way, you know, because it's, it's a lot different discipline a child when both the, the man, the father, and the mother are in the household together. So that way you can come to some agreement on what kind of discipline the child should get. And, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just perfect world scenario kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm just not a big believer in all those things out of wedlock cases. I just never have, <laughs> never will be, you know, stop it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be my suggestion to Mr. Peters. Now, the sad part is he's not playing this weekend either because, you know, his team said <laughs> we can't be playing. So he's been deactivated for the game, which is unfortunate for those fantasy, you know, football people and the people who follow his team because he actually is the best player on their team. Like, hands down, there's not even a close second. So, I'm just back to um, you being a brand. If you're a brand, you got to watch your actions out there. If you want to be a brand, you know, if you're well, then stop. Then figure out who the hell you are and stop. Because there's, your livelihood is involved. There's jail. There's so many, so many different factors. And I'm just getting oh, really upset that. because everything about, everything about who we are today, Malcolm, is about the Internet. Everything is about the internet. It seems. It seems. But it's so true. You could you could not be anything, and you could be something tomorrow, good or bad. You could be something tomorrow. So order your steps. Order your steps well. Stop. Everybody stop. <laughs> and figure this out because what you do today can come back to haunt you tomorrow. Does that does that include releasing sex tapes? Because that seems to be in vogue lately too. And I'm, you know, I, I'm just. I, guess, I would um, say little, don't create any sex tapes. I would say don't do it. It's I, not I worth it. Just, I'm amazed <laughs> at the number of people that actually released these. Look at what I did. And I'm like, you released that? <laughs> I'm shocked at the ones that get shocked because it got released. They're like, oh, my God, it was my private catalog. And I'm like, you shouldn't have made it. Here's my thing. If you're really, really good in bed, you don't need a sex tape. You're just going to rock your world. Well, here's the other part, part, Tracy, that's kind of funny, because a lot of these people, they they, they put their private catalog sex tape on on the iCloud type of system, which means it's on somebody else's server. It's not even on, on, if it was just on your own computer, I could make an argument for a little bit of privacy, but you load it up to a a cloud server, that's Mm -hmm. as public as it gets. I mean, I don't know. It's almost like you want to give it away at that point. I don't think most people, it's my understanding that everything goes up to the cloud automatically unless you go into your settings and disconnect the cloud, whatever. Yes, which is what what everybody should do. I don't don't load anything up to the cloud. I'm not. Because it's public I don't touch my so settings. Everything goes up to the cloud. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, my suggestion is everybody would, don't do that. I mean, now, there's some things you might not care that's up there. But if you back up all your situation or whatever Microsoft has, you're opening all your information up to anybody at any time. Well, Everything that is you is there. <laughs> Listen to me. Other well, than I mean, the sex which is not going to be found on my phone, I'm not. The, I, I don't care. Like, what? What? No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. But well, it's not just your phone; it's your computer as well. So, I, I know people who do it, and uh-huh. my suggestion is to never do it. That's that's my suggestion to everybody. Never do that. I mean, if, if you want to back up some pictures of some music there, that's fine. But you know, mm-hmm. people have private personal information on their computers and their phones, and if it gets in the hands of somebody that you don't want it to, it could be a problem. And Listen, I I'm like so much smarter than that. I'm a very private person when it comes to this. I don't, I don't want my information out. I, I, I back up my own, I have a, my own 
way of backing up my information, but it's, it's in-house. doesn't go outside yeah, yeah. of my – in fact, it's not even on my network. I have my own little network. It's not on my network. You never, you'd have to actually come into my house and plug in and get it, and God forbid that happens. I'm not going to wait for that one because <laughs> don't want anybody on my system. Just don't. All right. That's Malcolm, I've got to let you go. Sounds great, Tracy. Listen, before I let you go, um, oh, everyone, Malcolm's uh, first article has been released, and I updated it on Twitter. So I'll update it again today, and if everyone could take a look at his um, article on Ray Rice. And um, did you get the second one for approval, Malcolm? Yes, I meant to write you back and say it's fine, it's everything, you know. It just seems okay. like everything else. Are, are you, I mean, you do you do what you do, but, you know, like in back in the day, I used to play music and, you know, I do a little artwork. And whenever you do something, in writing it's the same thing to me. It's You're never really finished, but it's just it's as good as it's going to get. So, yeah, it's <laughs> really You know, it's funny you should say that because the second article, um, everyone, that Malcolm wrote is a continuation of what originally occurred with Ray Rice. And I kept thinking I want to put the second one out before something crazy occurs. But you're right. It's. When you're writing something and you go over it, over it, you can always add something. You can always change it. You're absolutely right. At some point, it's just got to go out. So. It's just got to go um, out, yeah. I have a friend that's an artist, and, and that's the, the problem they have, constantly updating paintings. And at that yeah. point, you'll never finish anything. You know? Exactly. And be satisfied. Yeah. And, and I just want to impress upon you as well, Malcolm, that... This is now your version of branding. So. Oh. Oh. Hope it works out well. <laughs> so make sure it does. I, I'll do my best, Tracy. It's <laughs> a long time. It was so long. <laughs> Okay, I'll put the second one out today. Sounds like a winner. Have a a good weekend, Malcolm. I will. You too, Tracy. Have a fabulous hot, 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 hot Saturday. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Okay, take it easy. All right, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Hi, 313, you're on the line. Hello. Hi, this is Tracy. <laughs> Hello, Tracy. I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> I'm um, happily re on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. You're so sassy. Are you sassy in real life? Yes. I finally you get are. to talk to you. I didn't know it was you. I was just like, let me just choose a number I haven't seen. And how are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Not bad, thank you. Not bad at all. So where's 313 at? What did you say? What state is 313? Michigan. Oh, okay. All right, Michigan. So you're a 
You're a city girl? Are you Detroit or what? Yes, I'm a city girl. Detroit. Okay. All right. Tough girl coming out of Michigan, out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Give me a You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I right. have some Detroit friends, and they're the only ones that can go toe-to-toe with me, and I'm a native New Yorker, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming out of Detroit. What's going on? Um, yeah, I'm actually trying to get to Los Angeles. And, um, really? I, yeah, I'm actually a couple years away from graduating. And Congratulations. Make sure you graduate. What are you, what are you getting your degree in? No, I'm actually in high school. Oh, you're just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could never tell on Twitter. Just, one is one of the most recent girls. She was like, "Do you read anybody under age?" And I was like, "No, I don't." So you don't? I don't. So wow. you can ask the question. It cannot be on yourself. It can't. Okay, I was going to do that. It cannot be on yourself. But only because okay. you told me. You might have gotten away with it if you didn't tell me. Ooh. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> but since you tell me, I have to stick to my rules. When you're under 18, I kind of see it like um, light coming out of like anybody under 18. There's so many different directions you guys want to go into, and anything I say to you can have a huge impact on your life, and that's too big for me. Yes. So okay. I don't want to take on that big responsibility. But when you turn 18, all of a sudden you're ready to really put one foot in front of the other and really go somewhere, and then I can assist. But when you're young, everything I say you could put in your head, you could not listen to your parents, it, it could just be a nightmare. And I don't want to participate in that because when all is said and done, how will I ever know that I affected you, good or bad? Okay, thank you. Thank you for letting me tell you that. Oh, you're welcome. So give me a question anyway. You must have something outside of yourself. Yeah. Okay, so I can ask a celebrity question or something? Oh, absolutely. I really set this radio show up so that in between my videos, um, if something celebrity came to the news and I had to Saturday to fix it, you know, to, to say it, but then it turns out I like the video more, but it doesn't really matter. Give me a celebrity question. Well, well, you know, I I love Rihanna and Chris Brown. I know. Of course <laughs> I know that. <laughs> of course I know that. <laughs> so give me a question. So um, his album is supposed to drop like Tuesday, September sixteenth, and um, it actually. What? Yeah, September 16th. What's the name of his album? I just see X all over the place, but what's the name yeah. of it? X. X. It is X. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What is it? <laughs> what is, I just see X all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's actually the okay, album. So, so it drops on, is it Tuesday? Is Tuesday the 16th? Yep. Next week, oh. Tuesday in a couple of days. Okay. And and um it actually got leaked. So, um I'm actually listening listening to the songs today and 
there's just so much emotions in song and just sad because I know some of them are about Rihanna and um, it makes me really? wonder. Yep. He sound like he's wow. like her in the music. Basically, wow. tell him he wants her. Basically, mm. it's wow. just one song. A lot of people keep talking about one song. I can't really hear it. I haven't heard it yet, but um, see you around. It's it's really deep, and it almost made me cry. Like it was really sad. So I was mm. wondering, like, do they even talk to each other? Because it, it seems like he's really sad emotionally about him. I mean, about her. Do they even talk to each other? Hmm. You know, I would be really curious about that because wasn't Rihanna at an event that Chris was playing in and she kind of gave him a dirty look. She gave him a dirty look. Yeah, because that would make me want, like, oh, they don't talk to each other. It was actually um, an event. She was supposed to be, like, a special guest at the event, and um, he actually showed up. It was kind of weird because we already know she was coming, but we did not know he was playing in the basketball. Oh. So, yeah. Huh. Could she not have known that he was there? Did she feel just or tricked or something? She probably because did. Because she looked like... She looked like she had a lot of attitude, and maybe it wasn't against him, but she looked like she had a lot of attitude. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It was kind of like, mm-hmm, type of attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yes. I, I would wonder if she was duped into coming, and then, but he looked like he was showing off for her, without a doubt. Yes. Everyone kept saying that. Yeah. I agree with like, everyone. Yeah, they said. Um, okay, they said when what? When um he was playing basketball, then she came. She came, no, she comes like every event. So when she came into the event, he started playing mm-hmm. even better. Everyone ah! did. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off, basically. Of course. So let me tell you, right, that they don't talk. Not right now, they don't. They're not talking. They're not talking. There is, they're not talking. They're, they're, there's, they may have been talking, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. there was another either stat out there or another, like, asshole movement. That's what I'm getting. And probably the asshole movement was Chris Brown. There's something about... He just can never do the right thing. So I feel like he is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. I also think that he never thinks, he never thinks, he reacts, which is odd because he's a Taurus, but maybe it's very normal for a Taurus too because I think he reacts based upon something she says to him or something that she does. But in any case, it's once again they're back where they started, which is through him. I'm out. Um, and, and I see the ability for growth with these people. I really, really do. I see some hopes and desires. Um, I think it's Chris Brown, which is 
if I could marry her, I would. If I could. All right? Yeah, I, I feel like he secretly desires her. Like, he secretly, secretly wants to be with her, but doesn't know how to express it. I think he hides yes. his emotions as well. Well, he might be hiding it actually in an immature kind of way because I just think he's so immature yeah, that even hiding his emotions is immature. Like, there's mm-hmm. just nothing seems to work for him. And so, and by the way, there's also a little girl inside of her. So she's also grown woman, you know, big booty, you know, fussy, beautiful, and yet she also responds like a child. She does. So there's this innocent little girl inside of her that she's protecting. And she's always in constant mode of that protection. And so there have been times when they try to communicate, and then, boom, Chris will do what's called, I have to say it the way, you know, the way I got it, which is he'll do some asshole move, and she'll be like, what the hell? Because the ability to rebuild this is extremely high. But because Chris doesn't focus, he doesn't allow himself the opportunity to stay focused and to truly get to know her, he just he turns it around. He turns it around. He makes some mistakes. It becomes public, you know, right after he's had a conversation with her, and she's, like, tired. She's like, this is ridiculous. So she's back at protecting that little girl inside her. Now, the little girl inside her is an adorable, beautiful little thing. The, mm-hmm. the core person, the core person that she exhumes, that's the one that is the force to be reckoned with. And she's not going to diminish that. She's not going to let that go until she, she feels safe with him. And he has to understand how immature he's being and retaliatory. Like a lot of his actions, it's, it's in retaliation. Or a lot of things happen and he doesn't fix it. So it turns into a bigger problem in terms of trying to get back with Rihanna. Mm. So are they talking today? Today, no. Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, but, <laughs> but, oh, Lord. But it's fixable. It really is fixable. It's fixable. I'm going to give you all a time frame, although I hate to give a time frame because I do feel like Rihanna does, you know, listen to some of the things that I say, and I'm really trying not to get into the middle of their relationship mm-hmm. um, because I don't want, like, what I have to say impact any one person that hardly. But these two really do like each other, and that's the real thing that's going on here. They really, really do like each other. And if they, if they can both just stop, get everybody off the picture, and I think I said this before, get everybody off the picture and just do each other without the public, without her family, without, you know, without Perucci, if, if they can just give themselves one more chance, um, it would behoove the both of them. Because I think they want to. It's, it's kind of weird because, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird because um, Karuchi said, and you did a um, reading on her two weeks ago, and you said she tried to get pregnant. Wait, she, you did you actually did one two years ago, 
Mm-hmm. And tries to get pregnant by Chris, and then this was actually when Rihanna and Chris were still together. You did one two weeks ago, and you said she's starting to get pregnant, and she she just makes the media think like she's not. She keeps saying like, "Oh, I don't want to get pregnant. I want to focus on my career." I'm like, "What career do you have? Your career is really, really, really messed up." Yeah, I think it's she's really messed up. The Chris Brown, the career is wrapped the yeah, um, I, I'm I'm not gonna mention cruelty because the one thing I noticed about and this is the why oh, I'm stuttering now. This is the reason why I stopped doing readings on this. She's immature, cruelty. Rihanna's immature, Chris Brown is immature. So doing readings on them would be like doing a reading on you. Now mm-hmm. can you see why you can't do a reading on you? Because and they're grown, they're grown, <laughs> they're grown, and they're hard to do readings on. You actually appear to be a lot more mature than the one that you're asking about, the three that you're asking about. You seem a lot more mature. They're so immature that when I do the readings, and you've noticed, they're topsy-turvy. I'm kind of saying this, and then I go back to this, and I go back to that. And it kind of makes me look like a liar, or it makes me look ineffectual, which is why I was like, you know what? I do this for a living, and I can't have these public readings out there. Again, I'm, you know, I don't know if you were listening, but I was talking to Malcolm about branding. You know, I'm branding myself. I can't brand myself with those three idiots. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> because they're so unfocused, and the cards reveal that, and I keep playing, like, this bouncing ball with them. Um. I don't want to bring Karuchi into this reading because for today, I'm not happy with her. So, yeah. And I don't want to say anything bad about her because today I'm not happy with her. Tomorrow, I might like her again. But I, I just think she's immature. I, again, she's one of those people that didn't understand her brand. She let BET coerce her into something that the public annihilated her for. for and it's just crazy. But as far as Kishan and Rihanna is concerned, you know, they have a fighting chance. They do. If they decide to make a go at it. My concern with the two of them is that there's some mental depreciation with the both of them that truly, truly making it work is going to take the biggest effort of their life. Mm. So. And then he can't have me read. <laughs> I better get up out of here. <laughs> okay. Bye, Tracy. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for answering. You're welcome. <laughs> and by the way, you can always call in, you know, even if it's about Rihanna and Chris Brown, you know, I'll I'll do it this way. I won't do videos on them, but I'll do it this way. So you can always call in, especially if something crazy go down. And, you know, you know I'll have the answer to it, so... Feel free. Yeah. All right, girl. Thanks. You're welcome. Right, honey, take it easy. Take it easy, too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Hi, 402. You're on the line. Hello? Hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Oh, wow. 
Can you I just want to make sure you think you're good. I think you're really good. good. Uh-huh. What's your oh, name? Okay. This is Crystal. Your friend. Is from Twitter friends.
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a love question. Okay, uh, I'm gonna put it out there. Yes. yes, put it out there. Okay, so here's my dilemma. There's a guy that I like from afar. We have talked, we clicked everything in between, but he's in another, let's just say, part of the world. And um, he's out of the country. Yes. Okay. And I'm just wondering am I wasting my time hoping for this person, or do I just move on? Well. Even before I pull the card, let me tell you what I'm getting immediately. Ooh, he's wow. not the end all. He's not the he's not the end all. Gotcha. You you don't wait for a man that's out of the country ever. Gotcha. Ever. He's not the end all. Okay. He's your boy toy. You play with him, and unless he shows up. That's when you make some structural changes. Mm. He's not here. If he's not here, you don't dedicate nothing to somebody overseas, ever. Got you. Because you don't have that guarantee that he's doing that. Right. Right. So I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm saying hold on to him because it does sound like you like him. However, Mm -hmm. because he's not the end all, you still look here. So, Hmm. that was my impression, and now I'm going to do it by the card. You like him a lot. I do. You you do. Okay, you like him a lot. Um, But a part of me is telling me just to move on and cut my losses. Um, there's a conflict here that doesn't resonate well with your soul. There's a conflict here, something, and it's not one conflict. It's like maybe a few different things that is a little bit like questionable is what I want to say. Um, I think you're spending way too much time thinking about him. But it's the kind of thinking that is no thank you. Is the kind of thinking that's not soothing to the soul. It's becoming a little bit stressful. Yes. Yes. And it's, absolutely. And it's growing, but it's growing. It's it's not like it might have started out soothing to the soul and exciting and you know feel good. It did. And now it did. it's kind it of growing. It's right. Okay. Right. And I appreciate that. Um, they're telling me to tell you that the ships are coming in. You don't think the ship okay. is coming in. You think that um, there's a lot like that you're doing or that it has to be done, and you're like, oh, my God, like, how can a guy come in with, you know, everything I got, to, I have to do, I, got, I have a lot to do. Um, right. But the ships are coming in. So if you stay in that mentality of um, so much work needs to be done, you're not going to see what you need to see. I got you. That makes sense. That makes so, so much sense. Total acceptance is required because the ships are coming in. The guy that you want, he's coming in. Um, let me see where he's at because there's some major changes. He, you know, 
<laughs> do you work? Not right now, no. Okay. Um, so there's one or two things. He's either around employment or Ooh. he's younger than you. Got you. And okay. If you're not working, then he's probably younger than you. Oh, wow. I'm um, doing the opposite this time. <laughs> oh, did you date someone much older than you in the past? I usually always date people close to my age or older. Usually. Usually. Most of your guys are So this are is older. interesting. Usually. Mm. So but this is really cool. Maybe younger could be your age bracket then. Maybe that's what I mean okay. as well. Maybe it's your age bracket, but I don't see an okay. old guy here. I just don't. Okay. And I can tell you when an old guy shows up. They usually oh, show up. Tracy, mm-hmm. come on. You know you ain't got to explain to me, girl. <laughs> you know you ain't got to explain you. to me, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, he's coming for love, though. And it's already in my past, so he's already making a beeline to you. There's something oh, about mm-hmm, there's something about relocating or flying or relocating or flying, and I don't know the difference between the two. So I don't know if he's relocating to where you're coming to, or he mm-hmm. just relocated, or he just flew in. It could be also maybe flying in for business, something like that. Might be what he does for oh. a living. He might do traveling for a living. And come, what oh. state do you live in, Crystal? I say Nebraska, huh? Nebraska? I don't know what kind of business yeah. it comes to Nebraska. It's only commuting that would occur. Nebraska. Wow. Well, I'm asking God to let me move, so I don't know. <sighs> but you're just, you're just renovating your house. How's that going to happen? Yeah. Uh-uh, right. I know. Right. I do got a lot going on. I'm I'm saying sometimes you'll be surprised. You'll renovate your house and it's like I got to move. So you never know. But um, right. Whoever this guy is, can you still mm-hmm. have children? Because I see the potential for maybe not wanting children, but more children. But I still see the potential of children. So can you still have children? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, I get ma'am. that he could be coming with the child. He could be coming with the child. And I get that you could also have a child again. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, wow. I'm trying to tell you, this feels really weird because I definitely feel like it's centered around working. Now, I don't know what that means. Maybe not 100% employment, but it's centered around working. So maybe you meet him at his workplace by accident, but it's Ooh, centered around okay. a job, a job. So if you're not working, it could be because you meet him because of the job that he does. Oh, I just get worker, and I get that he's a really hard worker. He might he might wow. work with his hands. He's a really hard worker. Oh well, okay. Do you get race or ethnicity picked up? Well, it's funny you should 
say that because I wanted to ask you if you dated white guys, right? And then... And then... I, I didn't ask you, and now I can't find a reason why I was going to ask if you dated white guys. So, um, let me just see. No. Um, I don't think he's African-American. I'm going to say it that way. Okay, okay. Do you prefer African-American men? I prefer anybody. <laughs> oh. As long as it's how you treat me, how you treat me. That's right. I'm very open. That's right. That's right. Um, is there a big African-American community in, uh, in oh, the yes, most definitely. where you're at? Oh, yes, most, most definitely. definitely. Um, mm-hmm. let, me just, let me just see. Let me make sure. Um, okay, no problem. He feels he feels like a laborer to me, like a laborer. Like he works mm. with, uh, like he, he looks like he lifts things. Like uh, I don't know, he looks like he lifts things. Like he's a laborer, and he, I feel like he works with his body. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, same guy shows up. Shows up as a king of swords. So he could be Aquarius, Gemini, Libra man, or close to him. He also could be Cuspy. Um, what's going to matter is how much your son likes him. That's what's going to matter. Oh, now I see. And that is important to me, Tracy. That comes first. Is it? Yes. Um, there's something about being on a fence when he does show up, though. So he's coming to change, Crystal. He's coming to change. He's coming to change you. I don't know what wow. that means, except the death card showed up twice. It showed up crossing you. Your son showed up in the hopes and fears. This time around, I pulled it up. Same guy, King of Swords, showed up twice. Your son crossed wow. it. Mm-hmm. The death card falls in my environment. The number eight position falls in my environment. On top right. of that is the two of swords. And the two of swords underneath the death card means you've got to make a decision. I don't know what the decision is, but it is a decision that I feel like he needs you to make. Okay. So, that makes but, sense. But there's something about change that you're ready for and you're not ready for. You're like, oh, my God, I prepared all my life for this. I'm not moving. I'm not, I'm not going to budge. You know what I mean? Like, but you prepared all your life for this. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to explore all my options, and I'm just trying to make sure I'm not overlooking anything. I'm a Capricorn, so, you know, I'm always cautious. <laughs> so, but it, it feels just, like fear I, I, to me. I think, there you go. I was like just fear. about to say it's that like, to you. I was just about to say that to you. I think I have a fear mm-hmm. of making the wrong decision. Yes. That's what it boils down to. Yes. I'm scared of making the wrong choice. Right. You hit the nail on the head. See, that's why everybody, I just want y'all to know, that's why this lady's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) This lady's amazing. With this decision that could come up, which is a little, you know, it's a little advanced, could 
like, whatever decision it is, it's a big, big decision. Like, is this something about your family dynamic that you may not be able to tell them? Mm. Okay. Wow. Can mm. you see anything like that happening? Where so you're like, oh, my God, I can't tell my mom this. So I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until I know for sure, something like that. You know what? Yeah, secretly in my head, yes. Okay. So this guy that's coming along, he's kind, he's generous. Um, I'm going to hold back on the ethnicity, to be honest with you. Okay, um, okay. I, I just want to be fair. fair to you. I don't want to pinpoint, right. like, a specific um, gentleman when I want you to be really open. I just feel like he does worry about money. and. He does. Money, either he worries about money or money is very, very important to him. Okay. Um, okay. I think he thinks he doesn't make enough. That's what I think he thinks. But, but he does. I don't see it. Like, I, I don't see him. He's not poor because he values okay. money way too much. And yet I think right. it, it, it just reigns supreme in his spirit. Um, he's just one of those that, you know, in his lifetime, he just should have had so much more. And he's concerned about that. He feels a little bit inadequate because it's just that in this era, he feels like he should have had much more. Like, it's not the 1950s is what I'm saying. So Right. That's what I'm trying to say. But in any case, he's kind, he's generous. Another card that keeps showing up is the magician card. So he's coming Ooh. for... Major, major change. I'm going to go back to the original guy that you actually asked about overseas. He does mm-hmm. not look like, he does not look qualified for you to even hold on to him like, any longer. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> if you like talking you. with him because late at night it helps you, late at night it helps you, then keep talking to him. But at this stage of the game, it just really does look like it's okay to release him. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Crystal. All right, girl, get going. Oh, thank you. That was amazing. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. You know you're one of my favorite people, so it's a pleasure. Oh, you know, you one of my <laughs> you my favorite person <laughs> in the world. And you know, I tell you that all the time, and I scream it for yes, the moment. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So I don't know if I always get a chance to say thank you, but let me thank you every time you mention my name. Like, I'm honored. Oh, you just don't know. I tell you all the time, Tracy, you is a godsend to me. I feel like God don't pit nobody in your life by accident. That's right. Nobody. That's right. And like I said, I don't have kind of like the family support system that deals with what we do. So, I Mm. mean, you're like my my fairy godmother. You know what I'm saying in a way? So (laughs) you're you're just amazing, and I just pitch you in high regard. Thank you. I really do. And it's my hope, and I'm, I'm not worried about it happening, but it's my hope that, you know, you, myself, that we get to just have fun and educate people and put these videos exactly. out. That's, that's the whole purpose of YouTube, and I'm glad we get to have that voice now. 
Me too. Me too. Exactly. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, girl. Thank you for making my day. You're welcome. I'll talk to you on Twitter. All right. I'll talk to you later, and have a blessed day. Thank you. Have a blessed day, too. All right. Bye. 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 Oh, hello. How come I heard a little baby in the background? What baby? I don't have any babies. (laughs) I know. I swear to God, and I... Uh, it's a little girl's voice on top of it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. Uh, I don't have don't a motherly bone in my body. For you. Don't let me well, you know, this baby for you. You know what's funny about that? Um, mm-hmm. Me and my roommate, we were talking about children, and, and I was telling her, you know, I don't have a motherly bone in my body at all. But for, for for a very long time, since I was really young, I've had consistent dreams about being married to a specific man. I don't know who he is, but it's the same person and having a little girl. And, and usually in my dreams, I'm driving with my daughter in the back seat to my grandmother's mm. house to visit her so that they can meet each other for the first time. Oh, well, let me, let me just validate the little girl portion of it. <laughs> and, and maybe something came through to just plant the seed. You don't nah. have to do anything today. It might be five years from now, but the seed has to get planted. Oh, boy, 20. <laughs> Hopefully, I totally heard a little girl's voice. It was a baby voice, but it was definitely feminine. Uh. <laughs> You're a lie. That won't be I'll happening work. for a very long I'll time. Um, you got the updates. <laughs> I guess uh, what? The, the updates, the messages I yes, sent you yes, about yes, these crazy yes, people on my job. Yeah. And, and actually, I don't have the only question, the only celebrity question I have is Ariana Grande, but I kind of want to ask a personal question because I don't even like her like that, but somebody okay. wanted me to ask you about her. Um, That's funny. And the question, <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is about work because I, I told you what – Others have told me about this person who claims that he wants to help me, and we spoke about it before these people told me about how crazy he was. So in a way, they validated what you already told me before I got there. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But so I picked, up, I picked up on how odd he was the first time I worked there, uh-huh. But now that these people that I never spoke to the first time I was there are coming mm-hmm. up to me and giving me this information unsolicited, I kind of feel like they're crazy too. <laughs> so, oh, interesting. Because they're, tell- they're telling you this information. What I-, what I get is that a lot of the people that I work with in the lab are very mm-hmm. bitter that they – weren't given the chance to move ahead. 
and it's take your woman. position. Is that what it is? Yes. Or I'm yes. confused. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the woman that who told me this on Tuesday, I think, she mm-hmm. wants the same thing I want but she's mm-hmm. been there for seven years. If she's telling me this is what I went through and I don't want it to happen to you, mm. so then I gave, her, I gave her information about where I came from and how bad it was there, and she said, oh, well, that doesn't sound that bad, so maybe I can go over there and get so-and-so done. So basically she's letting me know that she doesn't really have that many morals because all I said was it's easier to get there, but you have to put up with somebody coming on to you. And she said, oh, that's not that bad. So now I'm like, I don't really trust you either because you're nuts. Mm-hmm. And so, then, uh-huh. go ahead. No, so you basically, go ahead. these people were buzzing in your ear, but ultimately you're, you're not trusting even what they were saying about, about this guy. I, I trust what they say about this guy because that's what I picked up on the first time we met. Because okay. the first time okay. the first time me and this guy met, he really just said, I can do this for you, I can do that for you, and blah, blah, blah. The first uh, time we met. So that uh, that, get, that brings off alarm bells in my mind, um, yeah, just, yeah. just on my experience from the past. But yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. like... I also feel like these other people are trying to lead me astray and that they may mm. be letting their that bitterness. Yeah, because the, the other person who I'm kind of friendly with tells me the same thing about this, about this man, but he says, well, mm. sometimes, you know, you have to put up with things to get what you want. I would work with him anyway. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at him, and I'm like, you wouldn't tell your daughter to put up with being harassed. You know, the advice that some of them are trying to give me, I'm thinking you wouldn't tell your best friend or your daughter to work with this other person and potentially get harassed. And it's to me, yeah. it's almost like they're telling me one thing, but then they're also telling me to jump to do the same thing they did so that I would be in their position seven months or seven years later. Well, which and their position is going nowhere. Yes. No. That's not because true. because if if you say that as soon as you hook up with this guy who wants to help you, it's career suicide. But then in a breath later, say, oh yeah, you just go do something. Maybe it'll be different for you. That just seems kind of nuts um, to me. Like, what's your point? <laughs> right. 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 So the the basic question I wanted to ask mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is, I actually have two paths before me. My reasoning tells me to go with this woman. Um, she knows my worth, basically. I just have to figure out the right timing and build a relationship with her. Or go with this crazy man who has this, oh. this wild reputation, completely okay. wild. Okay, put in the form of a question. Um, uh, uh, should I mm-hmm. t- 
take on this man, I don't want to say anyone's name, should I take on this man as my mentor? Versus, right, and you don't have to say his name. Mm-hmm. Versus the woman who was suggested to me by someone else. Okay. And for right now, this woman, you don't know that well. Well, I don't know any of them that well, but she okay. was instrumental in getting me back in this oh. position. Okay, so you do know her, and he at least has approached you, so you know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, but, 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 the guy, the guy, right, the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is he married? I, yes, he's married. Oh, Tracy, but he, he would try to get you into bed, wouldn't he? That's the impression yeah. that I'm getting from everybody else. Yeah. He's, yeah. I didn't even know he was married. I didn't even know he was married. No ring, no pictures, doesn't talk about it. He's pro-black. I found out that he's married to some German chick who has ties to the Nazis. Really? And he's black or he's not black? He's from Ghana. He's black. Oh, he's from Ghana. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay, so that actually explains a lot. You're to go with the woman. Okay. Yeah, I see you, like, really, really contemplating what's the best move here. And Mm -hmm. if you go with him, there's a lot of emotions that come with his personality. It's it's a trick. Thank you. It's a trick that he does. So he gets women to be... He, he taps into their emotion. He's not a black and white kind of guy, okay? He makes you dip into your emotions. The problem with dipping into those emotions is that he can conjure up things that you didn't realize what you're doing. Before you know it, you actually could wind up in bed with him, and then you're oh. going to be like, what the hell did I do? And then once you do it, because he has that gift, you're always tied into him. So there's a slithering type of pinkiness, type of I'm going to get you regardless of what you think type of personality that comes out with him. And then when you sleep with him, you're forever messed in him. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's Tracy, Tracy, that mm-hmm. makes so much sense. I was okay. talking to him about my yeah. old boss, and I said that she put her trust into somebody um, that she shouldn't trust. And he and he said, "Oh well, I know about those two. That woman that she trusted helped her get to where she is. So of course you feel indentured. That's what he said. Indentured. There's a feeling of ownership. And I said, she doesn't own her. And he said, well, that's how some people feel when they receive help. And that's when I tuned out what he was saying. And I was thinking, this man is crazy. This is what he would do." That's so much. See, that's what he would do. And let me tell you, he's very, very gifted at this. So he's slithering. Like he, he's like, he's like a spider. You can't shake him off. And I promise you, like sometimes when I do my readings, I always wind up with somebody who can't seem to let go of a love, even though mm-hmm. they've they've annihilated them. I mean, annihilated, and they're sitting here, and I go. Wait, why are you still 
And they go, because I love him. And I'm like, no, no. And I always wonder, like, what type of character can hold on to a woman in that way? So it's a trick, it's a trick on the, some of the mo- emotions. It's about the emotions. And so you're really, really strong. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like it, it could, because he's gifted, it could get to the mm-hmm. point where he's got you. And then and you know, he got you, he, you you're got him. I was trying to play this out in my head, and I think the way that he would get me is, is by me thinking that I can outsmart him. And it's two people who outsmart each other, but then the person who isn't in the power position ends up losing because they don't have the power. And you know what I would say to that, Lavender? Don't get in that game. Yeah. Don't play any games with him. When I tell you he's really good at what he does, I mean it. Mm-hmm. So don't play power games with him. Don't play sexual games with him. Watch how he taps into your emotions. Like, just always stay cognitive and step out of his space. And the best way to do that, the best way to, listen, I went on a date last Sunday with this Nigerian guy, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're at um, Dunkin' Donuts. And it's mm-hmm. a two-hour line. We went there early, left. He was kind enough to come back. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was kind enough to go back. He went out to dinner and then came back, came back around 9.30, and it was still a two-hour wait. So I looked at him, and I was like, forget it. It's not that big of a deal. And he's like, why are you giving up so quickly? Just listen to what he said. He all of a sudden was all about me. He goes, why are you giving up so quickly? And I was like, it was a cup of coffee. And he's yeah. like, no, right. But he, but he said, no, it's, you know, I'm committed to my word. And so I looked okay. at him. Thank you. And I looked at him, and when I go out on dates, I very rarely get a man that is committed to their word. Men are selfish. So I go to the mm-hmm. movies that they want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see some <laughs> – I don't want to see, you know um, – Fighting movies. I can't even think of a good movie. I don't want to see that on my face. Like, I'm girly. I look pretty. Like, I want to see a girly movie. I want you to be kind enough to care about me, right? Mm-hmm. I usually don't get that. So when we go to the movies, I always say, um, I would be interested in this. And the guy will always say, um, I'm, we're going to see this because they're paying. So we wind up seeing what they want to see. But he didn't do that. He bent over backwards. We stood online for two hours. We had fun. Da 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 da. He croaked me the whole time. From the from the start of the day, in start, you know, at Dunkin' Donuts to the end of the day, right? That's not the point. The point is, in between all of that, I could tell that what he was giving me was something that I wanted. I wanted somebody to be nice to me. I want somebody to care about me. And so all of a sudden, I was about to fall for this guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Wouldn't you fall for somebody who decided to stay online with you for two fucking hours for a cup of coffee and make friends with people? You, you know what, older. though? You know what? what, though? Him saying, I'm committed to my word, because mm-hmm. I... You understood that? Yes. I understood what he was doing with it. 
what was he doing? It's not that stupid. It's just that it's I like well, I like hearing like, it. <laughs> like like how like how like how you said what well, I I mean I don't know the guy so I don't know how genuine he is, but he was for genuine. me. Alright. Okay. Mm-hmm. See. When when mm-hmm. you said that, I was like, oh, he's feeding you exactly what you want to hear. And he's yeah. saying these things to put it in your head to make you feel comfortable. It, it was working. Thank God I was online and not in my house because it was working. Ugh. It was working. Thank God I was standing online when he was showing me all of that, right? So God is good to me. But then it came. Then the owner came out, and this is how I got triggered out of it. The owner came out, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's been like this all day long. It turns out he's from Jersey. So I lived in Jersey, and so we started talking, and then he was telling me about the business. And he was telling me how many other stores are opening up, and this facility is standing behind me, right? He comes mm-hmm. from behind. He looks at the owner, and he goes, Listen, if you're looking for real estate, because he was telling me how hard of a time he was having real estate, he goes, if you're looking for real estate, I can help you with that. What's your number? And I looked at him, and the, the poor guy went, went and gave him his number. And so when we got in the car later on, you know, we got in the car, and I looked at him, and I was like, you're a hustler. And he starts <laughs> laughing. Right? He starts <laughs> laughing. And right away, I, I crossed my legs. I was like, I'm not dealing with the hustler. But I don't say that to him. I just crossed my legs. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. He noticed that I crossed my legs. That's how mm-hmm. observant this guy is. Wow. Right. And here's what I'm trying to tell you in terms of, like, the dispatch. Like, I don't fall for guys like this. It's just that in this space, it would have been easy for me to fall for someone like this. And I'm just mm-hmm. trying to tell you, this guy's gifted. Lord. So, fall for this well, guy, and he owns you. And he tried and, and to tell you. This you know what? that come out of people's mouths, because he already told you who he was. Uh, and apparently he has a very long track record, but they keep him there because he's very good with his job, but they okay. keep him downstairs oh. away from everybody else. And oh, oh, come on. Look at the and, signs that he was clean bucket. And, and, you know, when we're talking, he says, oh, I have a big meeting with Avon at 2 o'clock, blah, blah, blah. And then I hear from somebody else, and he tells me very positive things about this woman, right? And she mm-hmm. comes up to me to say, you know, I saw you with him. I just wanted to so-and-so. And, like, she, she came to me. I didn't ask her anything. She says, mm-hmm. there's a big Avon meeting, and they're not allowing him to go because he's crazy. Oh, he said he's going. No, he doesn't go to any of the customer meetings because he's nuts. What? <laughs> and now, tell you so much. And now the person, the person that I work with, my my perfumer, she gives a lot of work, but he tells the lab. The, the supervisor to make sure that I get one of his formulas to do once a day because I have to go down to give him his solution personally. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. No. Um. 
fun. You know how to handle that, right? You give me a solution and you walk the fuck up out of that dungeon. You see, like, I was, here. I was like, also throw told. it at him. Here. And run, run. Keep running. I was, I was also safe. told that he stays there until midnight or 1 o'clock and people have caught him staring at other people's apartments with his binoculars on and the, and the oh. lights out. You know, I knew coming back that I would have, you know, ish, regular issues. Something, um, something, right. And, and I knew that I would face some of the same situations because that's the nature of the industry. It's awful, but that's how people are. But to have, to come back and have someone on me on my second day back is too much. It's too much. But you know, you're first of all, you're in New York. Let's be realistic. The guy hunts over there, which is what I love about New York. Like you really don't have to worry about feeling good as a woman because they make you feel good, right? Um, but the other thing, but the other thing is the personality. African men, no matter where they are, are kind of like New York men. They go on the hunt. <laughs> So don't get mad at me, public. This is this is how they are. Af- no, that's true. Africa, that's true. African, African men, not American, African-American. Yes. We're talking no, about that. African, African men. African men, they hunt. They go for the kill. They're like lions. Jesus. They want their meat, they're going to get it. Now, Jesus you came Christ. in, you came back under fresh meat, which means, you don't know, supposedly, you don't know too much about him. So, of course, he's going to make a beeline to you. He needs to make an impression upon you, probably, before you hear anything about him. Or, I to tell you, he seems so whoopsie. I don't think he even knows people are talking badly about him. I think he might he know it. No, he doesn't. Okay, thank you. The, the way he frames it is he says, oh, it's a race thing, which I mean, of oh. course, it's, it's a it's a French industry. Yes, part of it is going to be race, but also but I you're freaking you, it's freaking crazy. Not with him. Right, crazy. it's not with him. The people who saw me in his office, because he kept he, I was in his office for an hour and a half. Okay, an hour and a half. Mm. I only came by to say hi and to give him his oils. I was there for an hour and a half. The people who saw me there, they came up to me and said, no. This isn't going to happen to you. Stay away from it. Um, that's so funny because I have that personality, Lavender, where people can suck me in and I'm like, oh, God, what am I doing here? Oh, God, what am I doing here? And it takes, it, it takes me forever to be like, I got to go. I don't even say it. And then I can't leave. I've, I've seen that. It happened to me. <laughs> Listen, after after the first 15 minutes, because he said that whole there's an ownership thing there, after that I was like, oh, I'm completely checked out. I wasn't even responding to him. He was talking to himself, basically. He's lonely. Nobody will talk to him, right? Um, basically? He, basically. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to, I feel like, you know what, I want to set up an appointment. An appointment for what? For a reading, a personal reading. Oh, please. Oh, absolutely. Of course you can. 
Absolutely. That's, that's what needs to happen because yes. even though I can avoid him, I do mm-hmm. feel like he's so aggressive to where he would make it so that I couldn't. Okay, so Lavender, you're one of the strongest girls that I know, and I think it's yes. interesting how you're one of the strongest girls that I know and easily like, getting caught up in his web. I promise you I have a very similar defect in me, you know. I'm strong. I'm a native New Yorker. I'll cut anybody out, and then sometimes I get sucked in, and I'm like, how did this happen? So, of course, you can set up a reading because what I want you to do more than anything, it's about your career uh-huh. and your association, your association with him. And if it gets out that you do have, like, some camaraderie with crazy, people are going to question you. Yeah. You know? And if you have to deal with him, you're going to have to learn to deal with him in a way where you walk out of here and you have to make him look crazy, unfortunately. But you can't get tied into him. You're going to be, you have to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just spent an hour and a half with that idiot. He's such an idiot. And I don't believe in talking about people like that, but it's going to be absolutely necessary so that everybody knows that you're taking care of yourself. Because the way I'm getting it is he's, he's slithering and he's, Easily, he can fuck you in. Now, my concern is actually not uh-huh. your career. My concern is laying down with him and asking yourself, how did I get here? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, you're never to drink anything in his presence. You're never to eat anything in his presence. Like, oh, my you God. You stay You stay clear-headed. You stay, you know... He's dangerous. Ultimately, he's dangerous to you. Wow. Wow. Because he thinks he can have you. He, he knows it. He thinks it. He's got it. You know, if, if the game needs to be played a little longer, he's got the time to play the game. He most certainly does. Mm-hmm. He has all the time in the world. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. In the in the person who was trying to because this this I mean it's been all week but the person this male who was trying to say oh no no I I, I think you can handle him you know go ahead and, and train a little bit with him he'll be good for you and blah 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 I kind of picked up a similar feeling from him that I picked up from the other guy like he he's. The person who was telling me this is an okay person. I couldn't imagine him trying to manipulate and trick people or anything, but I see parts of that snake's personality into him. And I also feel like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't associate with him that closely either because he kind of has a bad reputation too because he was hanging out. he was hanging out with the crazy guy when he first started there, and they got into a lot of trouble together. That's what I'm Oh, well, listen, listen, the first thing you should always do is listen to your spirit. You know, mm-hmm. your spirit is trying to talk with you. So if My spirit is telling me like, that all of them are nuts. That's what it's telling me. They're all nuts. And, and it's, pro- it's probably true, but if that one guy is encouraging you to learn from him and yet 
Your spirit is telling you. Otherwise, listen to your spirit. Listen to your first intuition. Don't second guess that. And another thing, so maybe 20 or 30 minutes after he told me this, I asked him a question. I said, oh, I forgot to ask you something. Would you still work with him today? And he said, hell no. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so why encourage you to be with him? Exactly. That's, that's why Except I feel like there's greasy, some, something's up. Something's up. Greasy, greasy like Sleazy. And you can also respect the fact that Sleazy will get in an argument with the Sleazy. Because they're both okay. unscrupulous. So that, you know what I mean? Camaraderie mm-hmm. in that world, it's like the mafia. And I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but it's kind of like the mafia. You know, mm-hmm. in that world, you're always going to get along for a specific goal. Specific goal. But then something's going to come along where you're going to turn the gun on somebody else because it's like you don't trust anybody. So, <laughs> if they got along to the point where they were actually friends at one point, mm-hmm. after, you know, like like minds, stick with like minds. And that's actually what my concern is for you. Mm-hmm. Remember our shadow side, and we all have it. Yeah. We all have a shadow side. Don't let him bring that out of you because you have done your best to stay in the light, to be positive, to be proactive. Don't allow him to bring out the shadow side, and then you're in dirt. You're in with him. Does that make sense yep. what I'm trying to say? I'm no, that makes you, perfect Thank you. Thank you. Because when, when so, you were telling me the story about that date you went on and I understood exactly what he was doing, I understood yeah. because I've, I've done that before. <laughs> That's how I understood. Yes. yes. So, and no, I know exactly what about, you're talking about. Right. And here's the thing, you're talking about that channel side because that was something, he was giving me something that I actually needed. It was refreshing for a man to just cater to my needs. And mm-hmm. yet, had I slept with him, I would have been mixing with his dirt. And that's not the quality of man I want in my life anyway. Oh, and you know what else he did? Oh, wait. Oh, no, it gets worse. And this is my, well, I don't know if I should take the blame, but I'm like Janae Palmer. But, but this is long before we get to something. <laughs> this is long before we get. So we went to um, Dunkin' Donuts. It was two hour, two hour wait. It was in the sun. Neither one of us was having it. So I said, he said, do you really, really, you know, need salty? And I was like, my problem is, is that I probably won't ever get back here again. And he's like, you live right up the block. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but if it's always going to be like this, I'm not going to check this. And he's like, okay, let's go out to dinner, and we'll come back later, right? We go out to dinner. I'm all the way in Malibu, all the way in Malibu, all right? Malibu's far. And there's no transportation to get back home if I get mad at my date. So in the future, I need to organize, like, where these dates take me, right? But in any case, we're at dinner, and we're talking about dating and giving and not giving. And if somebody says no, we're talking about that again. I need to watch what I talk about on dates. I'm figuring that out, too. When he says to me, and excuse my language for anybody else who's listening, he says to me, I don't need pussy that bad. What? And I was like, no, what he say? He doesn't need he, what? He, he doesn't need pussy 
that bad. Lord. So I'm eating, and I was like, did you just say, did you just say that? And he goes, yeah, sure did. And so, and so right away I checked out. All right? I checked out. And then he said I got polite. He's like, He's like, what's going on? You got really polite all of a sudden. He's like, I want that girl back that got into the car with me. Why are you being so polite? Which I don't understand that. I'm a lady regardless. So I don't know what he was talking about, but apparently I got very polite. And he goes, and he he says to me, because I go, nothing. And he says to me, it was the comment that I made. And I was like, well, yeah. And he's like, so do you want me to apologize? And I was like, no, no, whatever you do, don't apologize because you're comfortable with you. Uh-huh. Don't apologize. And it was at that point that the trickery occurred. Because he realized what I was, he realized who I was, and then he bent over backwards for me. And I almost missed it. I almost missed it. <laughs> I almost fell for him. <laughs> Knowing that he had showed his true colors to me right at the first part of the day. So. Listen, Tracy, I yes. I I've come to realize because every place I've gone to, something crazy in terms of work, something there's always something crazy going on. So I've come to realize that. You know, a part of me has to be a little bit loopy for me to want to be here. <laughs> and, which is fine. And actually, which is fine. You're just not going to dig in the dirt with, with sleazy ass MF. You could be loopy. You could be loopy. Don't, don't stand next to a dirty man. No. No. And here's, here's the other part of the story in terms of, like, like how I would like personally. So we're in front of my we're in front of my house. Bless you. Mm-hmm. We're in front of my house, and he thinks it's okay to keep saying, "Just let me look at them. Just let me look at them." This is what he's saying to me. And so finally, you know, I get out the car and I go upstairs, and he calls me, and he says, "I want to tell you, you have to stop being so rigid." Uh huh. And I said to him. Wow, that now after everything you've done all night, that was the last thing you should have said. Mm-hmm. And I ripped his head off. I just ripped ripped his head off. So, but that being said, he'll never call. <laughs> or well, no loss. He probably will call again. He's an asshole. He'll call again. He, no loss to you. No loss. No loss. And I just want to remind you of the character that you're dealing with. Do not mm-hmm. fall for this. He's a coworker. Keep him a coworker. He's not your mentor. And if he becomes your mentor, you've got to get dirty with him. So, Jeez. Don't step in this. By the way, looking at the girl, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's the woman that you're talking about or somebody below her. There is a woman, I guess the son, the woman crowns the, the question. The sun is underneath, the sun caused. So somebody illuminates the road for you to get on. Now, is it the one that you were talking about? Maybe not, but there is a woman that illuminates 
your path to where you need to get to. So there's a woman that could bring you to a woman is what I'm trying to say. Actually, this is what the conversation was about. Um, because the woman that I was talking to, she was the woman from the last time that I told you about who tried to convince me to stay. Um, and when I, when I said, hello, I'm back, let's catch up, we were talking. She said she told me that my boss, she actually validated my feeling about my new boss. She said, your, your boss is no good. She, as, she said, as soon as you tell her what you want to do, she's going to get you fired because that's the kind of person she is. But she mm-hmm. said, you can go to, she said, she told me that I have a great reputation. Everyone knows yes. that I'm a hard worker. And before yes. I left, they wanted to do great things with me. But they didn't tell me because they wanted to see how hard I would work for it first. Wow. And, and she said, and she said when 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 I left that they they were really upset because you know they knew that I wanted to be there, but because they didn't tell me anything, and I asked them to, you know, it was just yeah. a disconnect. But she said right. she also told me not to talk to my boss, to just work very hard for her, and she'll spread my reputation around. And then she also mm-hmm. said. She was very delicate, but she said, you have mm-hmm. to be seen with the right people, and who you've been seen mm-hmm. with is not the right person. So please understand. Please, you guys, not going to be good for you. And, and she please. also told me that the woman who got me back into the company, she said she's mm-hmm. a very powerful woman now, and she likes how mm-hmm. hard you work. So she told me to just keep working hard, um, and to so approach her. The woman that you're talking about right now is the woman that can get you to the powerful woman. Yes, her. Yes. I get that. I totally get that. Because I see the way, I, you know, because, you know, my job is about visions. And the way I got it was you were being picked up by life and being <laughs> shown the direction. This is what you should do. This is the direction, this is the road. But you were being illuminated. And how I got that is because the sun was underneath this woman. And although you're asking about the more powerful woman, it showed the illumination coming from a woman that leads you to the other woman. So I love that. Yes. I love knowing all of that. All right, girl, we got to end it. You okay. wanted to ask a question about Ariana, though? Oh, uh, just how her career is going, because this seems like nobody likes her. And she already has the reputation of having an awful attitude. Completely uh, awful. She's becoming a diva. And here's yes. the thing about Ariana. Now, you know me. I go by my spirit. I listen to my, you know, I listen to my guys. I don't know what it is about myself questioning her personality, questioning her likability. Mm-hmm. However, I'm watching Big Brother, and her brother is on Big Brother. And if apples don't fall far from the tree, I can see it. I kind of see why I'm not crazy about her, and I can also kind of see where her brother could maybe compromise her career. Well, I, I mean, I don't... I don't really, I don't watch too much TV, but I have been seeing, because um, some people, some of her fans are saying, why don't people like her? 
And they say, oh, she's trying to be Mariah Carey. But a lot of people have said, because I saw her brother on Big Brother. And if that's what he's like, then that's probably what she's like. Yeah. So I don't think would have been better. It would have been better if they would have just kept it a secret until the personalities came out. Big Brother is one of those places where you get exposed. Uh It's, It's like... It's like the elevator incident with Bryce and Janae. You get exposed. So mm-hmm. at some point, he announced that his sister is Ariana, and the show wasn't over. And right after he announced it, he got really, really ugly. People don't like him. So with that being said, give me the question one more time. Um, how, how will Ariana's career go in terms of public perception. Huh. Is, is Ariana dating somebody? Is she dating Big Sean? Supposedly. That's a PR contract. Uh, is it? Wasn't Big Sean attached to somebody else recently as well, or no? Um, what's that lady's name? She was in Glee, and after they broke up, she got married a few weeks later. Naya. I can't. Naya Rivera. Yes, her. Yeah. Oh, Another PR contract. Naya. <laughs> hmm. um, well, Big Sean must, must need It's just so stupid. It's Ariana has a good voice. Ariana can stand alone in her voice. She actually doesn't mm-hmm. need what her people are doing to her. Yeah. Um, yep. The public is not going to be crazy about her. Mm-mm. They're not. Mm-mm. The only thing that's going to save this public image of her um, is if they pair her up with the guys that the public likes. Big Sean is not the one. There's somebody else that they're going to have to bring along it's all calculated, it's all planned. She's actually really, really upset that she's diminishing in public perception. Um, I can imagine. I think she has a great voice. I think she's adorable. I think she looks like a little girl, like, gyrating in her song, and, and that's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, she's like this little mm-hmm. girl. But she's over 18, so I don't understand. Why she's she's 20 or 21 or something. I, I think it's she because she looks 15. young. She, she looks, looks young. And she's and, small. And, her body and she insists on wearing that ridiculous ponytail. The ponytail's not working for her because that keeps her looking young. And then when they teach her these steps where she's gyrating, it's just it negates everything. So everything about her perception is off. They're going to grow her up, take her the ponytail down, and the gyrating has got to go. The, the, how they're teaching her her dance moves, it just it's right. good. Cause she, good. She, no, she's not. She can't dance. She just needs to sit and sing. Maybe that's just take a note from Adele. And just stand there. Yeah, you know, I mean, she... You know, if she went to a singing coach, learn how to enunciate, because I think she does have a nice voice, but sometimes you can't understand mm-hmm. what the hell she's saying. But mm. enunciate, you know, start with the pop stuff, pull an Adele, have a really great album, 
and just sing. Mm-hmm. That's all she has to do. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand these celebrities and their PR, their showman or whatever it's called, because it's so obvious. He did a song for her, mm-hmm. and now they're quote-unquote dating. Just like Miley and that Mike Will mm-hmm. made a guy, he mm-hmm. produced her album, so now they're dating. I, I hate that. It's, yeah, I hate well, it's just stupidness. It just goes on, by the way, um, in the entertainment world. It just goes on. They, they pull these people together because they think it's going to sell Big Sean must have something coming out as well, <clears throat> whatever, whatever. He's a little scuzzy, but to be honest with you, he's not showing up in this reading. What mm-hmm. is showing up is her negative attachment to her brother. That is showing up. She wow. actually is going to have to, mm-hmm, she's going to have to, like, throw him aside. There's a negative attachment. They're kind of, like, attached at the hips right now. That's what they're looking. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be a... There's going to be a change in Ariana that you can't imagine. They're going to revamp her. Um, and it would help Ariana if, if Ariana took control of the revamping. So as well, long as she sits back and lets them do whatever they do mm-hmm. with her, she gets more and more disgusted. If she takes the control... She might have a better position. Like Britney Spears took the control. So well, you know, she's a, a coming for her. That's going to make a big difference. She she's a Nickelodeon kid, so I mean, the chances of that with, happening. Oh, that's true. But even with Britney's like first song, "Oops," I, is that the song "Oops," I did it again? I don't remember. But in any oh, case, the first one in her. Her very first song, the very first one, the one that put her on his... No, her, wanted, her first one was um, uh, Baby One More Time. Yes, Baby One More Time. They wanted her on a rotating album singing that stupid song, and she looked at her mom, and she was like, I'm going to look like an idiot. She came up with the cute little skirt and the cute little socks and the shoes and the pink oh, yeah. and I, I looking sexy as all hell. And that look is what did it. That's what put Britney on the map. Full throw, sexy, deep, dark eyes, boom. She was loved. Ariana needs to take control of her own career. That's all I'm saying. Because the thing that's bothering me here is her association with her brother. That's, mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem right here. Um, and they're going to need to revamp her. So... Public perception is bad, but but he'll do it. He'll do it. She has a lot of power, a lot of money. Um, they want her to be successful, so she will do it. Um, she'll do it. Um, interesting. Um, because it's it's one of those weird things, Ravinder, where she has the opportunity to change all this around. She definitely will be success, successful, and then the shit hits the fan. And they're not really telling me what's going to happen, but it's not good. But that's down the line. Shit hits the fan. So, wow. success is coming first. Revamping her is first. Um, it lasts for, once they revamp her, it, that lasts for about a year. Once they revamp her. And then 
it's a good one year, and then the shit hits the fan. Something happens. Um, she's an actress, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. On Nickelodeon. Well, they they canceled her show, but I mean, sure, they can always go back. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Then the shit hits the fan. It has something to do with her family. Mm-hmm. Her family unit could have something to do with her brother. Could have something to do with her father. So there's major change coming in her family unit that compromises her whole career. Wow. And it begins, it's already crippling with Frankie, mm-hmm. and then everybody forgets about it. They revamp her. They spend money on her. And then, boom, it's her own family that comes back and haunts her own career. So, it has something to do with Frankie again. <laughs> they should have let him stay at home. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Jesus Christ. All right, girl, I better get up out of here. Oh, I still want to do a reading, though, with um. Oh, uh, oh you missed the day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sure. Do you have the number? No. Let me give you the number. Um, okay. 818-985-2010. Uh-oh. Did I leave you? Did I lose you? No. No, I'm still here. Oh. Did you get the number? Yep, I have it. Okay, I'll talk to you in a few minutes then. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, this is Tracy. Oh, no, I was just listening listening to your show. I didn't have a question. Oh, who's this, though? How else are you anyway? What'd you say? I'm sorry? What did you say? Thank you for listening, by the way. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah. Um, I, you know, I just like listening to your show on Saturday, but I really don't Thank have you. a question. I'm just listening to the celebrity gossip. That's all. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Thank you so much. What's your name? Oh, my name is uh, Keisha. Keisha. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I have one more call. Do you want to stay on the line then? Yeah, but you know what, since I do have you on the phone, I do want to ask you about the um, Beyonce and Jay-Z. I would like Absolutely. to know, will they be able to pretend it's set? Will they what? Will they be, will they be able to pretend it's Like, after the uh, On The Run tour, will they be able yes. to achieve I mean, success? Yes. Yes. Well, they have to sustain success again. Okay. Yes. Hold on a second. I'm going to tell you why they're going to achieve success. Mm-hmm. Because of Ray Rice. Because what? Because of Ray Rice. Oh, okay. Oh, because of they're Ray Rice. Because of Ray Rice. Why do you think? Yes. That? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Because Jay-Z showed himself as a man. 
and showed restraint. So I have no doubt. Huh? Wait a second. Um, what do you maintain your success? Um, after that last MTV performance that Beyonce uh, did, I just kind of see her trickling down a bit. You know, it's like mm-hmm. her light has been, mm-hmm. like it's going out, and she needs to mm-hmm. find a way to adapt to music mm-hmm. if interested. That's what I mm-hmm. think. I think, think Jason's well, on, but I think she wants to well, a little bit different. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm looking at the cards, and there is some the power that they both want to maintain. That's what that's there what absolutely, I think that's what I Yeah. There absolutely is a problem with her power. Now, let me tell you mm-hmm. that there is going to be a female artist that is going to come out and give Beyonce a run for her money. And that's great. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hello? Hi. Okay, hold on a second. I mean, no, put it through. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. I'm actually busy up here. <laughs> okay, hold on. Lavender? Stay right there. Don't leave me, okay? Um, my point to you is there's, there's going to be a female artist that's going to give Beyonce a run for her money. She's a spitfire. She's cocky. She's not scared. Um, and she's coming up at the right time. So it looks like she's been out there, and they're like, yeah, but it's really Beyonce. They really don't want to give her too much because they know that she, she can't make the money the way Beyonce can. Okay, but she's oh, now okay. able to rise up and give Beyonce a run for her money. The problem that I'm having with the question that you asked is there's a um, uh, there's lack of family unity. There, there's something about their family unity that people are really, really questioning. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the all yeah. eyes are on Beyonce and Jay-Z. They're waiting for any misstep. And I exactly. got to tell you, they're going to misstep because too many people are watching, just too many. They're offering the concerns about, huh? I think they already have misstepped, but they are just too many. It's I more. Mean, it's it's more coming. There's oh, like okay. eight different missteps. It's more, and it keeps happening one after another. They're also waiting to see, like, there's five major things that are going to crumble them. Um, but all the world is watching, and i got to tell you, we, I have to say it that way, we, we're all watching kind of with this, like, oh, my God, did you see that? Ha, ha, ha. But it's kind of like it's expected, but we want to laugh at them now. It's getting kind of weird on that. And yeah. I don't feel that way. I happen to like Beyonce, but I don't feel that way. I'm actually doing it the way the public is perceiving it right now. Um, she does stand strong. She does stand strong, but her hands are tight behind her back because there's another woman 
that comes up and gives Beyonce a run for her money. She she might go dark if they if the public decides, kind of like Mickey and Dicky, if the public decides to give anything over to anybody other than Beyonce, like they're doing right now, giving a lot over to Iggy, it just could be a problem for Beyonce. No. So the answer is yes. The answer is But listen, I have a reading. I don't mean to cut you off. Is it okay? Oh, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't expect to see what I saw, so thank you. Okay. All right, guys, I'm so sorry. I had a couple of calls left. Thank you so much, but I got to get paid. I love you all. Take it easy. Bye. Oh, no, not. Oh. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.